0: Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to Big A Talk. This episode, I'm welcoming back Arizona Johnson to help me talk about LGBTQ plus experiences in schools, both when we were kids and more what they're like now. Hope you enjoy.
1: My name is Arizona. I use she/her pronouns and I am a podcaster, sister, daughter, uh, friend to a lot of people, uh, temporary uh, occasional dungeon master and a player in Dungeons and Dragons, and I am also bisexual. I've been thinking a lot lately sort of now that I've been out of high school for a long time, uh, how my experience in high school as an openly queer person, uh, was different than like, I'm not like explicitly friends with a lot of teenagers, but like, uh, I've done some community theater and met teenagers and how their experience in high school has been a lot different than mine. Uh, so I wanted to get into my experience and then also share some of their experiences, no names, obviously. Um, but comparing what it's like now to be in high school and, uh, figuring out if you're queer or not and what it was like back when I was in high school. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. And, and also Well, you were in high school. Excuse yeah, me. I was gonna say yeah, no. So um
1: All about as, me.
0: Because I feel like we talked about like our experiences were a little bit different, and I feel like it's important to have mm-hmm. more than one. Um but yeah, so do you wanna start right. with
1: uh what your high school experience was like? Sure, where do I start? Um so I think I touched on this back in season one when I talked about uh coming out as bisexual. Um but I came out in May 2012, which was right on the end of my sophomore year of high school. (laughs) Everyone's going to figure out how old I am, damn it. Mm. Um, (laughs) But um, I came out to my family in May 2012, um, but I didn't really address it with anyone else until basically September. Um, I didn't have like a big old like, hey, everyone, I'm bi. Like I didn't have anything like that. It was more just that if somebody wanted to know, I would usually be honest with them. Um, And the few people who knew were like, okay, cool. Um, Which was nice and a little bit surprising because um, despite going to a pretty liberal Catholic school, it was still a Catholic school. So there was some sense of not of shame, explicitly, not necessarily like you can't talk about it, but just that we just really didn't talk about it all that much. We talked about you know, waiting till marriage, and we did. I think we had one class where, where one of the textbooks we were using was like, "Homosexuality is a sin." And me being the token gay, I'm like, "Yeah, but so is wearing like, you know, <laughs> fabric with like multiple materials in it." Technically, yeah. Um, and I not on purpose, but I believe I flustered that teacher. She wasn't like explicitly homophobic, but she just hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah. Which, in retrospect, is not surprising. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I just had a sense of like, this is not I'm not at a point in my life or I I didn't even know if there would be a point where I could be open. But like, um, I wanted to be more explicit. I wanted to talk more about like, wow, girls are pretty. <laughs> um, I really didn't know. And, and, you know, later I sort of broadened my definition of what being bi means. Um, we talked about in season one. Yes. But um, it was really like it was just something that didn't. Come up ever, which is interesting, um but I wasn't someone who got invited to parties or anything, and like we didn't deal with that in theater really at all, so which is surprising. I will say overall it was it was a pretty isolating feeling to be the only person who I knew of who was queer um and if there were other people who were queer, I either didn't know um or I didn't notice because it's entirely possible I'm I would say I'm kind of clueless, but like I was super clueless, like when I was younger. (laughs) I'm getting better now, but, um, yeah, unless somebody explicitly told me that they were queer, I, unfortunately, I sort of assumed that they weren't. So feeling like the token, um, I didn't ever explicitly feel like that unless that specific conversation came up. Um, but I think it did contribute to me feeling kind of somewhat alone in high school and i mean high school is just kind of a shitty experience overall no matter where you go but it was that extra layer of like man i'm really the only especially i'm the only bi person around here (laughs) if there were any other gays it could have been lesbians or gay but you know it's a different experience right to Um, some degree
0: yeah no and i mean definitely our experiences are different in that like i didn't go to a catholic school i went to a public school Mm -hmm. so i feel like that alone is a really big difference um yeah but i mean kind of the same thing where like i wasn't like hey everyone i'm queer but also like you know if people asked i would tell them or if it came up or whatever um but Mm -hmm. like high school was also when i was like starting to figure out my sexuality so like a lot of that, like, I I did have some friends who were also figuring out their sexuality or, like, already were out as, like, bi or gay or whatever. Um, nice. So that was helpful. Um, and, yeah, and I feel like for the most part, like, that was something that, could be talked about but like it was kind of like a don't talk about it too much though kind of thing you know like yeah like you could talk about oh, it yeah. but like if you talked about it for like too long everyone was just like okay can you stop and i'm just like but <laughs> could be good oh, we get it you're um, right. <laughs> like- yeah yeah <laughs> so you know that's kind of like what my experience was like for the most part um but i do remember like there was specifically this kid who I never, like, actually, like, knew, but I remember just mm-hmm. being like, God, I want to be that guy. Like, he was <laughs> older than me. Aww. Um, He, like, it's awesome. he would just, like, come to school in, like, fishnet leggings and, like, just, like, <gasps> and, like, makeup, and I was just like, whoever that is is who I want to be. <laughs> like, like, I just want to be that icon. gay Absolute all icon. the time. And I love them. <laughs> like, I have no idea, like, I, I think they use, like, he used he, him pronouns. I don't even know, like, I don't know this person at all. I was just like, that guy, that mm. one right there, that's gonna be me. <laughs> and like, uh, and they, it was just really cool to have, like, a person to be like, hey, look how gay that person is. I Mm -hmm. can aspire to be that. And, like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that there were people who were not cool about that person. But, like, it was never, like, a big thing that I noticed. But, like I said, like, that person was grades older Mm -hmm. than me. And, like, I didn't actually know them. But if it was an issue, they didn't show it because they were just, like, dressing like that all the time. And I thought that was fucking amazing. Um, Yeah. So, like, definitely I'd say that there were more openly queer people at my school than there were at yours. Um for sure. <laughs> so yeah. like regardless of what the reaction to it was, I feel like it was at least a little safer to be out at my school than it sounds like it would have been at yours. Yeah. Um but then you you wanted to talk about like kids now and what that experience is
1: like. I have no knowledge of that. So please inform okay. me and everyone else. <laughs> so I, I will preface this by saying that like as you've just demonstrated that like every school is different. Mm-hmm. Um and the type of institution really affects um, just sort of the vibe of it. Right. Um, but I was in a community theater production and all of the kids, well, half of the kids were played by teenagers because the characters were teenagers. Um, and when we weren't acting, we would just talk about stuff. And like, of course, because like, pr- I'm pretty proud of being bi. So I would occasionally talk about it. Like, I think it was either like, a, Oh yeah, by the way I'm bi or, I said something about like, God, this girl's so pretty. And one of them turned to me and went, wait, are you gay? I'm like, I'm bi. And they're like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Which was such a, like, um, I remember them either they were excited or they were just like, cool. Um, but that was really affirming. Um, I don't know why I was excited that a bunch of teenagers thought I was cool, but there's something, <laughs> there's something really affirming about that. Cause like teenagers have a lot of shit going on. Cause not just puberty, but like having to deal with, oh God, I'm about to become an adult and these are my last moments of fun, which by the way are not true, but you definitely feel like that. Yeah. Um, but don't worry about getting approved by teenagers. They got their own shit going on. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, after I'd sort of come out to them and they were like, fuck yeah, that's cool. um. Um. Anyway, um, one of them identified as queer, which I thought was dope. Um, and another one, I think, would have been about fourteen at the time, so she was either a a a freshman or a sophomore in high school. Um, and she went to an all girls school. I don't remember if it was explicitly a Catholic school, but she was like, you know, it's that whole stereotype of like, uh, because it's an all girls school, there's lesbians, um. I can't remember if she saw any explicit bullying, but there was definitely a little bit of, like... People were aware of that stereotype, so some girls were, like, very no-homo about it. They're like, no, 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 we're just hanging out, and we're just, like, holding hands. It's, like, totally not gay. Meanwhile, she's over there just being like, yeah, I'm gay, what about it? <laughs> Which is wonderful. <laughs> she's like, I don't fucking care, dude, I'm gay, whatever. Um, but... It was just hearing when I was 14, like when she told me that, I was just like, God, when I was 14, I was busy working through internalized homophobia and the thought hadn't even occurred to me at that point that I could be gay or well, just queer in general. Um, And it wasn't until I was 15 that I went, oh, that's what I'm feeling. (laughs) But like the fact, but I wasn't jealous, weirdly enough. I was just more like, oh, thank God. She's not going through the same feeling of isolation. Mm-hmm. that i did um and i mean again maybe it's just, just a school thing but like the fact that even at a school like that that um she definitely knew a couple of other um queer women as well like that sorry, queer girls because they're kids um that was cool and like i i made sure to remind them all that like if you change your lip that is totally okay you're not fake or anything mm-hmm. <laughs> um but i mean they already not that they already knew that but like um i think they were less worried about it than i was um like when i first came out i was like i definitely thought like oh this is the only time i'll have to come out um and then i suddenly got hit in the face with like oh yeah people assume i'm straight until lo- prove it otherwise and i yeah. was like god damn it yeah <laughs> um you know well, well when i was 14 i was struggling with my um uh, with my faith so that was more of a priority than whatever the hell i was into um which is funny G- gets into a Catholic school immediately has a crisis of faith <laughs> iconic. Um, but I think there were others in the cast that sort of talked about it, but I just remember those two in particular being like, "Yeah, I'm queer," and it was super refreshing. And like, just thinking about that again made me realize that like, wow, I was super alone in high school, and that may be part of the reason why I had kind of a bad time in most of high school. Um, yeah. And coming out didn't fix everything. Like it didn't, I didn't suddenly gain confidence overnight, but it definitely started me on the right path to feeling better about myself. Still working on it. But it, it definitely like, I'm not an eggsy teenager anymore, which is super nice. Um, and now I actually have, um, well, sort of to transition a little bit, like I did, like after I came out, I did, I joined Tumblr for one thing, which has a pretty big, queer community which is dope um which is basically the only community i have and had at that time um which isn't a bad thing it's just that like right now i'm kind of in a similar situation where there's no one around me who's explicitly queer so that's that's fun but having a community at all really helped um just having people that i could go talk to um being able like um just having a a place where i felt comfortable talking about it and that um if i asked a a genuine question i felt like i wouldn't get hate which is saying something because this is tumblr we're talking about (laughs) um but like um i followed a bunch of people who were just like yeah i'm gay what about it just like some were more confident some that were my age and were still trying to figure things out um some people that this is before all the fucking like our ace people queer which they are, the, all that fucking discourse and all this trans men shit. This was I think before that, or at least like when I joined I wasn't aware of it. It was just like people were queer and there was nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um but now that people on Tumblr have been fucking talk about it, something something discourse. Um, it's through Tumblr that like I met actually I think both of my exes. <laughs> um, but like it was just like without that site I wouldn't nearly be confident and it's really nice to just sort of have somewhere that i can go um so which is part of why i still love tumblr yet because it's the only place that i feel like i can talk about being queer and that includes twitter um i follow a lot of queer people on twitter but tumblr is where i feel like i can be my true chaotic bisexual self (laughs) but yeah Yeah, that makes Um, sense. Um,
0: I also just wanted, because you were kind of talking about like kids now, um, made me think that, Oh, actually I do know some kids now, um, (laughs) like mm, more like middle to high school age kids. Cause I was thinking about this and I was like, Oh, right. I work at a summer camp for trans kids. And, um, and like, You know, there are so many of them. So like everybody has a different experience and a lot of that definitely depends on where they live and, you know, what their support systems are like and stuff like that. But there are kids anywhere from, you know, kids who are completely accepted at their schools, you know, like they came out and transitioned and everyone's cool about it and teachers and classmates mm-hmm. and everyone are fine. And then there are kids who like literally had to change schools because of how bad bullying was. So like it, it definitely yeah. depends on, you know, the school you go to and the the place you're living and, you know, because these kids are from all over the world, more, more yeah. all over the United States, but we actually do have some kids from other countries. So like it's all over mm-hmm. um, and it really depends. But I feel like especially the younger kids have a lot better of circumstances than some of the older kids did when they first came out, or like people our age did when they first came out, because, you know, awareness is becoming more of a thing and people are, you know, more aware that trans people exist and aren't the devil (laughs) or whatever. So, um, you know, like for example, I worked with a kid who is seven. And he came out as trans at his school, and he was the only kid who has come out as trans at that school. And... Mm -hmm. The school was like, I know absolutely nothing about this. Let's bring in someone to teach us about it. Let's like get ourselves educated and work with his mom and figure out like what it is that we need to do to make this school safe and comfortable for this kid. And I think that that's fucking amazing amazing because they like right out the gate were like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I know nothing about this. Let's learn and figure out what we need to do to make this kid feel safe and, Mm -hmm. you know, comfortable and stuff. And I really appreciated that. This is not the trans camp. This is a school that I used to work at. And um, that kid, I watched him go from, like, a six-year-old kid who was very clearly trans, but like, wasn't... I feel like saying out is the wrong word, because the kid was very verbal about the fact that he was a boy. But, like, we didn't have the permission, I guess, to gender him properly. Um, And like we could call him by his preferred name because it was a masculine nickname of his given name that he always went by, but we still had to use she, her pronouns. And it was really, really hard for me because I knew that that's not how that kid identified. But I also like didn't know the family and like I was like not a higher up person. So like I had no authority whatsoever. So when, um, when we were actually told that his parents were like, no, this is his name. These are his pronouns and we want it in his paperwork that these are the names and name and pronouns that you use for him I was like heck yeah I am amped and I like was the best (laughs) and like any staff member who had questions about it came to me because they knew that I work at a trans camp and stuff so like Mm -hmm. it was great because like they were like okay well like how do we you know, eliminate the issue of bathrooms or like, you know, having a boy's line and a girl's line. Like, how do we eliminate those issues? And like, dude, it's, it's so easy. You just have to stop overthinking stuff because the world has been forced into these two categories and if you just take them away it makes everything easier for everyone not even just the trans kids or kids who are questioning their gender because then you don't have like boys versus girls and you know people feeling like they're part of an inferior gender or you know being treated differently because of their gender because you don't have that and she's like okay but like you know like how and I really appreciated it because she asked me questions all the time. She's like, I realize I probably sound like an idiot, but how do I do this? And I'm like, no, I love that you ask that. Um, And like, this is my boss. <laughs> and she would just be like, <laughs> she'd be like, okay, so like, you know, instead of being like girls line up for this, boys line up for that. Like, she was like, I specifically want the boys to be outside right now. How do I line them up without being like boys over here, girls over here? And I'm like, okay, so you'd be like, If you're specifically trying to pick certain kids, be like, if your name is this, go line up. And she's like, oh, shit, you're right. And I'm just like, it's not (laughs) like it's not like call the kids names. Or like if you're trying to line kids up in like groups, but like you don't it doesn't have to be boys and girls. Be like, okay, if you're wearing a red shirt, go line up over here. And she's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, literally, it's so simple like just stop using gender use anything else like if you have blonde hair if you Mm -hmm. if you're wearing red shoes like whatever it is just like use something that doesn't matter at all Um, and you know it just like makes it so much easier and then like also, in a completely different note, you learn random things about the kids. You know, you can be like, if your favorite animal is a dog, line up. And you're like, cool, I didn't know your favorite animal was a dog. You know, like, it's just like yeah. random things. And it makes the kids feel like they're more than just their gender. And I feel like that's important. And right. definitely where you where we did have at least one trans kid, definitely more than one trans kid in our program. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had one out trans kid in our program. Like, it definitely made him feel better when we eliminated the boys line and girls line for washing hands we just she was Mm -hmm. like well how do we do that and I was like make one line and she was like oh yeah exactly (laughs) like they can they're still gonna split off into the different bathrooms but you don't have to make it a big thing like they line up and then they walk into the hallway and if they identify as a boy they go to the boys room and if they identify as a girl they go Mm -hmm. in the girls room and if they don't want to do that they can wash their hands in the staff bathroom and that was a thing that like Mm -hmm. our trans kids could do but I made like I definitely think that if I wasn't there he wouldn't have had the confidence to do so many things that I helped him be able to do like I finally got him to the point where he felt comfortable using the boys bathroom because he was like I can do that and I was like yeah Mm -hmm. you can do that yeah of course you can and he was like okay and like he didn't have to have like our kids have a buddy system and like he didn't have to (laughs) have girl buddies to go to the bathroom but like we also let him if he wanted to because his sister was in the program and sometimes he felt more comfortable like having his sister walk with him. And I'm like, I don't honestly care. It doesn't matter. You can have whoever you want go with you and you can use whichever bathroom you want. And the people who are like, but doesn't that present the issue of if he uses this bathroom, all the kids are going to use it. I want to tell you that <laughs> it did happen. And it was so funny because the kids were like well, why does this kid get to use the staff bathroom? And we're like, if you want to use the staff bathroom, you can. And you know how many kids wanted to use the staff bathroom? Zero of them. All of them? Zero of them. They just wanted to know that they were allowed. They were just like well what if I want to do And we are like you can and they are like oh well that's boring Like they don't care (laughs) they don't want to They just wanted permission And like same thing with um Which actually we did have When they were like oh well how come they can use the boys bathroom Or the girls bathroom and we're like You can use the boys bathroom or the girls bathroom And they're like we can and we're like yeah And we had a day where all of the boys Used the girls bathroom and all the girls Used the boys bathroom and no one Cared and like It was like a week where they were all just (laughs) Like, well, you said that we can use whatever bathroom we want. And we're like, yeah, you can. And they're like, cool, I'm going to use the girl's bathroom and I'm a boy. And I'm like, yeah, you are. Go for it. And then like it lasted like three days and everyone got bored because they're like, oh, we're allowed to do this. Well, that's boring. I only want to do stuff I'm not allowed to do. (laughs) Like they don't actually want to use a different bathroom. They just wanted permission. (laughs) And, like, once that was said and done, like, no one cared and everyone was fine about that kid using whatever bathroom he felt comfortable using. And I feel like that was the best way we could have handled that is just being like, it doesn't matter. Sure, you can use that bathroom. And they're like, oh, well, I don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But yeah, so Um, I guess that's kind of, like, off topic, but I
1: guess just, like, kind of bringing it back Um, to schools. I actually wanted to... Sorry, I actually though. wanted to bounce off of that. I think, um, I don't know that you explicitly said this, but like, oh no, you did. You said, um, that, that kid wouldn't have had the confidence to like even question like which bathroom he could go into. Like mm-hmm. without you there, he wouldn't have felt like he could do that. Yeah. Um, on a slightly depressing take on that, I really didn't have any positive role models that were queer or that I knew were queer. Um, I think the only one wasn't really even a role model. It was a fictional character. The only one that I really knew about at the time, because it was also super sheltered, was Dr. Frankenfurter from uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. And he's not really that great of a role yeah. model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, for obvious reasons. For anyone who hasn't seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, I don't know that they use the word bisexual, but he has sex with the two main characters, one of whom's a woman and one of whom's a man. Um which shouldn't, is not the problem. Actually, the problem is that he's promiscuous. Um, which is a problem to the other two, sorry, spoilers, but like, um, which the promiscuous bisexual is, is a trope that I think needs to, like, no more, no more uses of the promiscuous bi until you can learn how to use it properly. Nobody does it right. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Tangent over, but, um, I didn't have any role models. I didn't know anybody in real life who, if they were openly gay, they were gay men. I didn't, I think I knew maybe like, I suspected someone was a lesbian, but like no one had ever sort of mentioned like, oh, I have a wife or, um, oh yeah, I'm gay or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a theater kid, right? So I definitely knew like one of my old choreographers, like he was definitely flamboyant. I don't think I ever had it confirmed for me whether or not he was gay, but like, I feel like people assumed he was gay, which I mean, don't assume, but um, it, don't, it wasn't that big of a deal to me, because I was just like, okay, whatever, he's a good choreographer, that's what matters to me, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it's okay that he's gay too, past me, but um, that was, in terms of actual people that I felt that I could talk to, I didn't have anyone. Um, I felt like these, the specific things that I was going through, like, well, stuff like questioning, like, I mean, I do identify as a cis woman, but like, at the time, like, I was like, does being bi mean like I can't be a woman? Does that if I'm not a straight woman, what the fuck am I? Um, and I went through a bit of that in college as well. But like, um, I felt like if I don't like, like I just had a, a lot of questions that I have since have have had answered, but I could have had them answered like way sooner. Um, and I didn't even have any like other teenage friends who if they were gay. And again, I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't have anyone that I felt I could talk to.
0: Yeah, Um, I I agree. Definitely. Like there were a lot fewer role models, probably in a lot of people our age's life as kids, because like, I mean, definitely, especially for people older than us as kids, but and started like dying out around our age. But like, you know, a lot of people didn't talk about it. So like, I found out way older that like, for one, that my uncles were gay and I didn't get to go to their wedding oh. because my parents weren't sure how we would react to them being gay. And I was like, I thought he was his roommate this whole time. <laughs> and like, Come on. Like, literal I'm years. Sorry, like, man. So, so, like, since I was a baby, they were together. And, like, I think before I was born, they were together. And yeah. And I was just like, that's rude. Why didn't I know that my uncles were (laughs) gay? Like, that would have been great to have that knowledge and to have them as role models. And, like, I had my babysitters, uh, so I don't know, but I think trans wife, but at the time husband. So I didn't know Mm -hmm. that. I hate assuming, but I'm going to assume that she uses she, her pronouns, because I know that she did transition. And oh, good for her. So but when I was a kid, I, I don't even know, I was told that, like, I, I don't know, we just like stopped seeing them. And like, mm-hmm. I don't like, I didn't know that she transitioned. I just like knew her as a man. And then all of a sudden, she didn't exist anymore. And then one time we ran into them at a playground. And I was like, who is this woman holding the child that was their child? And then the child called her daddy. And I was like, whoa, I know you. And I was just like, oh, okay. And like, it all made sense to me as an older child. I was just like, oh, I I get it. You're this person who used to go by this name. And like, that's all they would have had to say. And I would have been like, cool. I like your dress. Like it wasn't a big thing. And I just You know, like, it. I don't know why so many adults think it's gonna be. Like, my my kids at work, I had a conversation with them because we were, like, making words and names out of, like, blocks or something. And I made my partner at the time's name. And they were like, who's that? And I was like, that's my partner. And this girl goes, your partner for what? And I was like... (laughs) Well, oh, and I was like, so yeah, she was like nine, and partner I was like, crime, obviously. so yeah, so I have another story for Begaine that. Your <laughs> crimes. Um, but I was like, so partner is another word for like boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other, and she was like, oh well, why don't you just say girlfriend? I'm like, because he's not my girlfriend. He's my boyfriend. And she was like, I don't get it. And like, I had to explain to her that boys can date boys and girls can date girls and all that stuff. And she was just like, I don't understand. I know for a fact it's because of her mother and definitely her mother is yeah. not educating her about those things. But I like kind of talked to her about it a little bit and then thankfully had a child Uh who did know about this stuff first of all future lesbian president this child she like (laughs) she's like (laughs) eight years old she's so intelligent and she like reads really well she loves reading she's gonna be a future president and she literally like almost word for word said i want to be a lesbian when i grow up she didn't use those actual words but she was like because she was she was listening to me try to explain this to this girl and she was like yeah like some girls take girls and some boys boys and she was like, "I think I'm gonna do that when I grow up." And oh, I was like, "Yes, so she was like, "I mostly am but friends yeah. with girls, and I don't like boys that much, so I think I'm gonna do that when I grow up." And I love that she was just like, I'm gonna try being a lesbian. like I just love yeah. how like chill about it she was, like that's something I might give a shot, and I love like definitely." in my brain, I was like comparing who their parents were, because I know that her mom is definitely just like, yeah, "Yeah, lesbians are great. And the other kid's mom are like, only straight people exist. So um, I just thought it was really funny listening to them interact. And then another time, the same kid who was confused about homosexuality was like, um, I had given a kid's mom my phone number because she had asked if I could babysit her kid. And this girl was like, oh, I saw you give her your phone number. I thought it was because you guys were going to go on a date. And I was like, so, bud, A, no, (laughs) B, we've talked about this. I have a boyfriend. And she was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And I was like, yeah. And then we like kind of talked about it more. And she was like, I just don't understand how boys can date boys and girls can date girls. Can you explain it to me? And I thought that was great like, because she actually just wanted to know. So I talked to her about it and I was like, OK. And she's like, because I think it's just a, like she didn't use the word concept, but a weird concept to her Um, because she was saying how like she only knows couples that are men and women. I was like, OK, well, think about it this way. If you grew up only knowing couples that were two women or two men, do you think it would be weird if you saw a couple that was a man and a woman? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, so it's kind of like that. Right. And she was like, yeah. And then she just, like, got it, kind of. And I was, like, so proud Aww. of her. And we, like, talked about it and everything was chill. And I thought that she was great. Um, So, like, I definitely feel like it's a lot simpler to explain this kind of stuff to kids mm-hmm. than people make it out to be. And they're so much more yeah. accepting than any adult ever. And, like, so I feel like it's important to give kids this knowledge so that it's not this weird thing when they see or hear about it for the first time. You know, um, especially where we did have like kids who were trans and parents who were not straight, and I feel like it's important for the other kids to know that that's a thing, so that it's not like a weird thing.
1: Um, Oh my god, two girls kissing! What? Yeah, (laughs) is that allowed? (laughs) (laughs) Is this allowed? Um, um, I think one thing that I don't think we have realized that we've been getting at. I wonder if, if part of it is somewhat obviously that times have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I went to high school, I graduated in 2014. Um, and that was even before like, quote unquote, same sex marriage was declared like federally legal, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty. It's a pretty close cutoff. But before then, there was still even if it was like, OK, to be gay. There was still a sense of like it's either like a weird thing or like a if you're gay then like it's really obvious that you're gay which not cool because I all <laughs> some people look at me and cannot tell I'm bisexual yeah. which is funny because I, I do basically everything I can sort <laughs> of <laughs> ye- wearing a sign around my neck that as I'm bisexual um, I shouldn't have to do that you shouldn't assume um, but it's it's partly that times have changed which is. Good. It hasn't completely gotten rid of like homophobia and transphobia. It still exists. Um, but it has in some respects gotten better. At least we can talk about it now, which is really important. Um, and on that note, I think based on what you're saying that some adults just really don't trust kids, Mm -hmm. which is a really big problem aside from talking about queerness and just in general, I feel like. Um adults either think kids are all snot-nosed freaks who like and some of them definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be real here. Um some of them are just going to be like dicks about everything. Um but I just really like the way like how you, how you describe like just being gay to people to kids. I mean for straight people they may not get it but like when you get down to it it's a lot simpler than it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> um so if you're not sure, if you're like a straight parent or you're a straight person who deals with kids um, and you don't know how to explain it when it comes up, um, there are a lot of really wonderful resources online. Um, I'd like to shout out the Trans Language Primer, which is a really good thing that you should use. Stuff like the Trans Language Primer, there are resources on the Internet that can help you. And there's, you know, there's probably like Reddit threads and like, I mean, weirdly enough, Tumblr is actually a pretty good source of like, how the fuck do I talk to kids about this? <laughs> um because there are kids on Tumblr who are freaking right out their identity. And I mean, some of them are kind of young, but like, but they're not that young. They're like, you know, middle school. Because um, I believe you have to be 13 to join Tumblr, although some people definitely lie. Um, but don't assume that your kid is automatically going to say, what's that? And be like a dick about it. Some of them might. But you actually don't know. It could be that the kid that you think is super accepting could be like, ew, that's gross. And like talking about like love to a kid anyway, depending on what age they are and yeah. their like personality, it may just be gross anyway. Even if you talk about heterosexuality, they may still be like kissing, that's gross. Yeah. Um but answering questions that they have either neutrally or preferably positively like this is actually a cool thing and being queer is not like a weird like super side thing that you can be it's like it's a totally optional thing um and it's okay to ask questions and explore it overall just being positive and if you don't know how to answer it direct either the kid or teenager or whatever to someone who can um And I do think it's also nice that like more and more people are openly talking about it. So I think kids uh, are more likely to have open queer role models like you, for example, Um, which is dope. At least you're just just the fact that you're willing to answer those questions that you were like, yeah, this is kind of bullshit that that's huge. You know, Mm. like your boss would not have thought about that until Like you were there and she was like, um, how do I do this? And you're like, just don't, don't do that. She's like, Oh, (laughs) like it seems, it does seem silly, but like, um, getting back to my high school experience very briefly, like I didn't realize how, and just to be clear, like, I think you and I had very different experiences, not just because of our schools, but because of our identities. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, while I only had like my queerness to worry about, I think you had a little you had different more shit to worry about yeah um and to deal with um so i, I, I just want to recognize that towards the end um but god what the hell was i saying i'm so sorry no legitimately like i forgot what i was gonna say that's okay we What was can I- move past Ugh. it
0: <laughs> all right um yeah i feel like we covered a lot of important things um one thing that you did make me think of that i'm gonna have as just like a cute funny story to sign us off um So when you, yeah, when you said, um, when I was talking about like my partner and the kid said partner in what, and you said partner in crime, that reminded me of my, one of my best friends who just told me, um, he had to bring (laughs) his nephew with him to his doctor's appointment. Um, and his nephew's Mm -hmm. like eight years old and (laughs) my friend was in his doctor's appointment and the doctor said, do you have any sexual partners? And he said, No. And his nephew went, Hey, I'm your partner. And (laughs) oh, God. And he had to be like, Yeah, buddy, in crime, not sexually. And the kid was like, oh, okay." And the the doctor was just like trying not to laugh. (laughs) And I'm glad that she handled it that way (laughs) and didn't go to a like, oh, shit, why did he say that route? Because the kid was just like, I thought I was your partner. But like, that's because my friend calls that kid his partner in crime all the time. So the kid was like, what the fuck do you mean I'm not your partner? (laughs) But I thought that that was really cute and a wholesome way to to wrap up this episode. (laughs)
1: um <laughs> also side note you can do both you could be you could have a partner and a partner in crime that's true be as gay, long do as are not eight well, well yeah, yeah of
0: course <laughs> to to be clarify gay crimes with adults yes <laughs> all right so while you're
1: also an adult's consensual all yes right. yes <laughs> um consensual be gay do crimes.
0: yes <laughs> all right um yeah so on that note thank you for being on this episode Well, thank you for having me again. You're welcome. Um, Yeah. So um, peace out, people. Thank you for tuning in to Big Gay Talk. This episode featured Arizona Johnson and me, AJ Beers. The audio editing was done by Lima Masamba. The theme song was created by Jeans. If you'd like to support our show, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash biggaytalk. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M slash B-I-G-G-A-Y-T-A-L-K to find more of jeans's music or to hire her to create something for you go to sounddesignerjeans.tumblr.com thanks for listening and be sure to tune into next month's episode keep it queer